0: Hey witches, welcome to The Witch Detectives. I'm Lauren. And I'm Mason. Grab a brew and settle in. Introduce the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) We're keeping this in. We're keeping it in. No. Introduce the podcast. Hi guys, Uh, welcome back to The Witch Detectives. This is the second episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to be taking the lead on this. I'm Mason, by the way, and I'm here with Lauren. Lauren. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much to begin with because it's kind of a long story. Mm -hmm. It's got a little, a few little twists and turns and, um, some crazy stuff. So just quickly, if you do hear squeaking in the background, it's Mason's chair. Um, I think we need to chuck a bunch of oil on it. To be honest. Just dump a whole tub of oil. Yeah. Because it. it's just so squeaky, Take a match. Yeah, carry on. Sorry. Set fire to it. Yeah. And get a new one. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it off. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit on the floor. Yeah, she could just you like doing that anyway, so she'll be fine. She can sit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so the story that I've got for you today is actually it's an ongoing missing persons investigation oh so you've got a mystery yes and it's actually been ongoing since 1993 so as of this year it's 30 years same age as you almost i, I know old did you find that time. when in
1: 1993
0: um so it was actually new year's, uh, new year's Eve. Okay. this guy went so hadn't been born yet not yet <laughs> um so it's actually this story of a guy called William Roach, and we're gonna go all the way over to Australia for this one, okay. to New South Wales. Yeah. Um so William was actually born in 1968, and he was born as Dennis Wicks. Um, he was given up for adoption by his single parent mother, um, and Yvonne and Jeff Roach then welcomed him six weeks later into their family in November. Aww. So they adopted Sweet. adopted him and changed his name to William. Um, Bill's so Bill is what he is called mm-hmm. by friends and family. William so we're gonna Bill. we're gonna call him no Bill. Bill's short for William. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how they get that <laughs> Billy. But Billy. they get it. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Willie. <laughs> Billy Willie. <laughs> uh, my uncle's called William. We don't call him Bill. Okay, just <laughs> fun yeah. fact. Yeah, fun fact for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Bill's younger sister, Kim, um, who was also adopted, says that Bill was a handsome and popular guy. He excelled at sports and was particularly bright. Um, he grew up with a family who loved him dearly and he made friends very easily. Okay. Um, Kim then went on to say that Bill had a potentially bright future ahead of him, however later in life he chose to travel down the wrong paths. Ooh. So in his, I think, early days, early 20s this is a few years before he went went missing mm-hmm. um he decided to move to sydney uh where he had a good sydney australia sydney australia right Not so much better than mine My sydney, sydney, australia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he um he settled into a stable job um and he was in what was believed to be a loving and happy relationship However, the idyllic lifestyle that he had came to somewhat of an abrupt ending three years later as Bill decided to leave his girlfriend, quit his job and set off backpacking overseas. Oh, wow. For some reason. There's it, no real explanation as to why. He was just like, uh, I can't be bothered with yeah, this anymore. he just Bored. didn't want it and he just upped yeah. and left. Um, so he eventually returned um, to where he came from so mm-hmm. where his family are living yeah um in December of 92 um, and he, he turned up for his sister's 21st birthday um Kim said that she's not sure why he returned so soon as he wasn't actually supposed to come back so soon and she okay. wonders whether or not something had happened on his travels that made him come back as early right. as he did okay because um, it was quite an abrupt return as well like just out of the blue just out of the blue came back um but yeah Okay, but we don't know why. Okay, we don't know why he left. We don't know why he came back. Maybe that comes to thingy later on. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm really bad so, with words. By how the way. how how are you feeling <laughs> about Bill so far? Um, I don't know. Bill just seems like I don't know. Obviously, he had troubles and stuff because I think that probably stems from being adopted. Uh-huh. Um, and then he seems kind of. Um, skittish, he doesn't really know where he fits um, and quite uh, impulsive because I could be like that just one day, be like, oh, I'm going to go travel mm-hmm. you know Yeah. Um, I wouldn't leave you, obviously Thank you. I'd take you with me Aww. but <laughs> he seems quite abrupt and like, yeah. yeah like you didn't really know what you'd get from him yeah so the following year um, so this would be 1993. So this is the beginning of the year that, that everything kind of went to shit for Bill. Right. Okay. Really. Um, he started university at the New England... Uh, 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 he started studying yep, for his Bachelor nice. of Economics at the University of New England. Okay. But this is when, like I said, this is when Bill's family started to notice a change in him because he was ordinarily a smart and well-dressed young man very like proper mm-hmm. but he, the beginning of that year he quickly started to become quite unkempt in his appearance and really scruffy oh, and bill just downhill. yeah just didn't really care much for his appearance i mean we all get like that sometimes yeah yeah so by the summer of 1993 bill had quit university and was living on benefits in a run down old farmhouse in armadale so armadale is is where this all, all happens. happens um oh. The farmhouse was called Springvale and he lived there with his best friend. Now, I'm not sure whether it's an accent thing, but when I was researching, I don't know whether it's Simon or Simon. Okay. I would think probably Simon. So yeah. Australia, Simon I think sounds... I'm going to go with Simon but if I'm wrong and if anyone else knows anything different who's listening, please let me know that yeah. I'm being an idiot and, and we'll correct that <laughs> It's about Simon though it is, about <laughs> it, Simon. It, it is, but then I was listening to some, some other people talk about it and they were saying Simon but I don't know whether it's an accent thing. Okay. Anyway, that's by the by So we're going to say Simon um, He was living in Springvale with his best friend Simon and two other housemates okay. So one main feature to note of the farm was a large waterhole. Now, by waterhole, I mean it's kind of like a lake. Okay. Yeah. So if you're thinking waterhole like well, it's not. It's yeah. like a big kind of reservoir, reservoir, reservoir. of water. Um, and this large waterhole was fed by a perpetual spring. Perpetual just means it's constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's set in thick bushland and. It's actually in a deep gorge, oh, and the body of water was thirty meters across, so it's big, right? Okay. And it's You're surrounded by cliffs. I like it. You are foreshadowing. <laughs> I feel the foreshadowing. Carry on. <laughs> what do you mean? Shush. <laughs> um, so it's surrounded by cliffs. So this this body of water is it's on the farm that they're living, but it's huge and it's covered and it's just quite Geeky private and crappy. Yeah. And... Um. Right. Bill and his friends—they went there quite a lot. Cause mm-hmm. It's hot in Australia. They went to swim. Um, they believed that there was a system of caves beneath the water, mm-hmm. and it was said that Indigenous people um, used that place for rituals to initiate young men into manhood. Oh, so it's quite a spiritual, yeah, kind. Yeah, of so there's going to be a lot of energy and there. There's actually a, a part of the cliff where um, Bill he used to jump into the water, mm-hmm. like cave dive. Um, as part of a cliff that has markings and stuff on it, like would be ritualistic. Yeah. So yeah, it's quite, quite an old place. Bill would be known to take risks, and he'd throw himself off the cliffs into the deep water. Um, and it was also said that he would disappear for days on end with no reason, and then reappear with nothing. Yeah, I get like, that with from With no Bill. reason. I get that from Bill. So like nothing had happened. He'd just yeah. be like, "Hi guys, I'm back." I get you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, Bill. <laughs> you get him. ADHD probably. <laughs> <laughs> so in the eight weeks leading up to Bill's disappearance, his friends and family be- began to grow increasingly concerned for his mental health, mm-hmm. and it all stemmed from a festival that him, and I think Simon, and his self-professed witch girlfriend attended in mid-November Ooh. of that year. So this festival was the festival of peace and healing, and now I'm saying that in quotes. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and it was in the Thora Valley. It was a place that was renowned for magic mushrooms. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and when specific types of mushrooms that these guys liked to take, like the proper good stuff, yeah, yeah, wasn't to be found, they would then dispense acid throughout the pe- like throughout the crowds and what share like an acid trip, basically. Right. Okay. So all these th- guys, th- yeah. that's not going to be helping his mental health. It no at all. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Leading on to that, Bill had actually taken a concoction of both of those drugs, so he was <laughs> on mushrooms and acid on this one night. This one night at a, a, a festival of peace.
1: Bill, and what are you doing,
0: man? Oh, Bill, he's not having a good night. What are you doing? So during the festival, you know, there's going to be like dancing and music and mm. drugs, and it's quite like a hippie vibe. Mm -hmm. which is strange for the 90s. You'd think it would be more in the 70s. but Yeah, they kind of always bring it back. Uh So during this festival, Bill met a covenant of witches. (laughs) Oh, lovely. Yeah. And the covenant of witches um, invited Bill to be initiated as a wizard. Oh, God. Yeah. And one thing to note about Bill was he was really, really into the game Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, my God. He loved it. He wanted to be his own character, probably. Yeah. He, he loved it, he was into it, and that's, I think, is why his self-professed witch girlfriend was so appealing to him. Yeah. Because, yeah, Because probably. of that. It's like real life. He was, like, trying to play out real life. Yeah. Dungeons and dragons. Maybe he was, yeah. Um, so as part of this ceremony to invite Bill to be a wizard, mm-hmm. um, he was supposed to cross a river without touching the water. Now, Bill, risk-taking, jokester. I mean, is he Jesus? Uh, right. I mean, I don't know how big this river was. I'd <laughs> oh jump it maybe. Oh, okay, right, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, as a joke, because he's a jokester and you know he doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. Um, he thought it would be a good idea to jump off of the rocks into the water. Of course, this angered the witches. Oh shit! They yeah. weren't happy about it because he was taking the piss out of their... Yeah, and they all their initiation, about it. right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And the group of witches then decided to put a curse on him. And they said, I don't know how a curse goes, but Ooh, I'm going to put a curse on you, Bill, because you yeah. defied our yeah, initiation. Yeah, that's pretty much how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Bill, being Bill, <laughs> laughed in their faces and proclaimed that he didn't believe in curses. Oh, shit, Bill. All right, so because of this, that angered them more, and so the covenant. I know, right? He's silly. Yeah, he's off. He's off his face on mushrooms and acid, and he's taking Taking on the covenant of witches. Yeah, yeah. So (sighs) they were not happy about this at all. I I wouldn't be. I'd be really annoyed if I was the witch. I would be. Um, And they upped the ante, and then they then placed a death curse on him. Brilliant. Uh, so, I don't know what this curse was beforehand, but they upped it to a death curse. Yeah, which is the pretty... curse beforehand was probably just like misfortune, yeah. or something you are going like to get shit happen. You are going to lose misfortune. your wallet when you really need it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they we don't do that over here though because um, what you put out to the world, you get back in return. So we don't do bad right. no curses, yeah, or none of that. So, uh, like if we yeah. were to set up a peace and healing festival, it would it, it would work. actually be peace and healing, yeah, P- peace and peace. <laughs> Peace and healing apparently, Peace Peace and peaceful healing. healing. Yeah. So for whatever reason, um, after they had done their hoodoo voodoo death curse on him, Bill then decided he was scared. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what changed. You know, he was laughing at him before. And then this took a serious turn, and he became very fearful. And he actually fled the festival, leaving behind his friend and his girlfriend. He was like, "Nah, I'm out. So I'm scared. Like, later, guys, bye. I don't care what you're doing, where you are. I'm going." Um, (laughs) So, according to his mother, Yvonne, um, Bill actually called her in a frantic state, like, "Mum, you need to pick me up. I'm scared. Like, you need to come and get me." He was coming down from the from the acid and the mushrooms, quite possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So he rang his mum and his mum was like, well, Bill, son, you know, I can't because I've been out with friends having a drink and I can't mm-hmm. come and pick you up. You're going to have to figure out how to get home from there on your own. Frantic, he put the phone down and then he turned up at his mum's later. he'd managed to get a lift off of an ex-girlfriend, managed to get back to his mum's. Right. Um, Yvonne says that he was worried all night. And he couldn't rest, he was worried about his girlfriend because he realised when he got home to his mum that mom, he so he'd left, left her, her there. With um, this covenant of witches <laughs> right, there that were right. probably found out that she was his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he was worried about her when he realised that he'd bolted and left her. He was also, like, worried about his friend who didn't even realise he'd gone, I add, until the next day. Um And he was also worried about this curse, I imagine. He mm-hmm. was just really spooked. He managed to get in touch with his girlfriend later in the night and mm-hmm. she was fine, she was back at home. So after that, he settled down a little bit more. Um, but his mum said he was restless all night um, and then in the morning, he decided to run, return home to Armadale. He got on the bus and just left and went home to the farm. Okay. Just strange was, and his mum was yeah. like, what What the heck is going on? Yeah. Like, son, come on. He's flippant. Is it flippant, the word? (coughs) Flippant? Flippant. Flippant. Very erratic. Yeah. sporadic. Yeah. Um, So after this night, that's when Bill's mental health really declined rapidly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As Um, it would. An example of this, Bill used to play pool at a bistro near the university. Okay. And he made friends, really good friends, with a local guy called Mick. Mick invited Bill to a gathering at his home in mid-December. So we've jumped all the way now to, to December. Mm-hmm. Um December of nineteen ninety-three. And Mick is good friend, and I'm putting that in quote unquote because you'll see why. And this kind of part of the story annoyed annoys me a little bit. I'm sure it's 1993. Ninety three. Oh, I thought you went missing in ninety-three. New yeah, Year's New-, New Year's Eve of ninety three. Oh, New Year's Eve, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's no, okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm putting this bit on quotes because I feel like Mick probably wasn't a great friend. Um, but he invited Bill to this gathering mm-hmm. um, and then he witnessed Bill throw himself headfirst from a 10-foot-high window Okay, of yeah. his home, which had sharp rocks beneath it. And he was proclaiming at the time of him throwing himself from this window that he was cursed by witches. Right, So he right. was in a frantic state about yeah. his witches. Other people had also said that he was hearing voices and that he claimed that he could read people's minds. Right, dude, Bill, you probably couldn't read people's minds. You probably were just
1: mentally ill. Well, this is
0: the thing. Was it a curse? Was it mental? Yeah, this is the thing, though, is that it's kind of like that um, propaganda type. No, what's the thing? Where if I give you something and I say this is going to make you better and it makes you better. So if I tell you you're cursed and shit's going to go bad mm, for you, it's kind of manifesting, go isn't it? You. Cuz like... your brain is such a strong thing. Uh-huh. And if you're under the influence of drugs, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be even more yeah. likely that you're going to absorb stuff and really mm-hmm. believe that. That's I mean, cool I believe stuff. in I believe in like curses and that sort of thing, but um I think it sends energies and uh, like makes you feel things, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I might be explaining that completely wrong, but no, like like you you explained, if if I put a curse on you and you mm-hmm. really believe that I'd put a curse on you, then the energy that you put yeah. out will then sort of make things go wrong in your life yeah. because you're really believing. And that something's his mental go wrong. health wasn't great to begin with. But yeah, so yeah, it makes well, sense. We don't think it was okay. It seemed like it was going downhill before. All of yeah, years. it seemed like like on yeah on that path. Yeah. Um, so Mick. Bill's dear friend. (laughs) He went went to check on Bill, you know. Oh, my God, my friend's just throwing himself Mm -hmm. out of the window. However, he was frustrated with him. And now he said this in his own words in the research that I've taken. He was frustrated with him. Angrily frustrated. However, he was worried for his welfare. Okay. Okay, yeah. But he also said to Bill that your behaviour is not acceptable and you need to leave my house. (laughs) Dude. Okay. So his friend he really help. like he, he's just launched himself out of the window. It's a high window and you're like, "I'm worried for you, but fuck off." Yeah, he's not. Like a what? Yeah, Mick saw Bill after this once between Christmas and New Year. He was walking past the Royal Hotel on Marsh Street, so I'm guessing. I don't know why Mick was in the hotel, but he was there. Bill was walking past. Mick called out to his friend, Bill. And he looked over his shoulder at Mick and then put his head down and carried on walking. He didn't want anything to do with it. I wouldn't either. Just carried on walking. I'd be like, dude, I tried to kill myself at your place. Right. I clearly need help. And you were just like, no. Get out of my house. You, you're unacceptable. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I'd walk away. Right. Mick didn't see Bill again after that. So I don't know what you guys think listening to this, but I don't think Mick's very nice. And I, no, I, I don't yeah. think it's very nice. So mm-hmm. he's so. We're just gradually. And seeing did him. Mick not see Bill after this? Oh, well, is that a conspiracy? You see, this is just—it's just twisty and turny, and It gets more twisty and turny. Okay. And the last time that Bill's mother Yvonne saw Bill was on Christmas Day, so he had lunch with her and Kim, his sister, and he seemed paranoid and spaced out. Now, according to Yvonne, Bill had made handmade cards that year, and he'd drawn witchcraft symbols one of which had an, a witch's eye on them in an almost childlike manner. So he'd basically taken an A4 sheet of paper for his sister and one for his mum, and he'd scribbled in, in crayons witch's symbols and like really cartoony, kid-like drawings all over Why? these cards. Were they protection symbols? They were Christmas cards. This is the strange... So he'd made them Christmas cards, but they were very witch-occult-related. Oh, my God. So, yeah... Yvonne couldn't remember quite the verse that he'd put in her card mm-hmm. and the police have obviously taken those for evidence. Yeah. But she did remember what he'd written in his sister's card. And all he'd put was please look after mum. Right, he knew something was gonna right. happen. Yeah. Um I I'm gonna put it out that I think <clears throat> I think he's committed suicide. Because the whole curse thing probably was too much for him. Could be, could mm-hmm. be. Carry that's on. a theory. That's a theory. Sorry, on. So after Christmas dinner, Bill asked his mum if she would drop him and a friend, and that's a friend in quotes, oh, um, off on Grafton Road. Now Yvonne said, and she actually used the words, drug friend. Right, yeah. Okay, so it's obviously a guy that he uses drugs with. Mm-hmm. And then this was the last time that she saw her son. Uh, He was expected to meet her for lunch the following day on the Boxing Day, but he never showed and he didn't get in contact either, which was unusual because as wayward as Bill was, he would always call his mum if he couldn't make it. Yeah, mummy's boy. Yeah, they were really close. Yeah, it seems like it. Later on, a couple of days later, so Bill was supposed to meet Kim and his mother Yvonne for... Uh, birthday lunch to celebrate Kim's birthday on the 27th of December but again he didn't show or call and he would have ordinarily shown up or he would have yeah. called and said so that i sorry not behaviour coming from him really? Yeah. so the last time that Kim actually saw her brother was two days later so he came to visit her on the 29th when she was at work at the hotel he handed her a $50 note Apologised for standing her and her up on her birthday, and asked again if she would look after their mum. He gave his sister a kiss and then left. That was the last time that she saw him. God. Now, key thing to note here: if you remember back at the beginning of the story, Mm -hmm. Bill was actually living on benefits. Yeah. So where did he just randomly get fifty dollars from? Yeah. And I, I mean, if I was given fifty dollars nowadays, I'd be like, "Oh, nice." So. But I mean, 90s. thirty years ago, yeah, in the nineties, that would have that been, was a lot of money, yeah. and for someone that is, yeah, mm. right. So Kim was confused. Bearing in mind, he was living on benefits in a rundown farmhouse, and then suddenly mm-hmm. he appears out of nowhere and hands his sister fifty dollars, and yeah. he's like, "Here you go." Um, so, on the 30th of December, Bill was at home at Springvale Farm and then travelled to another waterhole called the Blue Hole that night. So, these are now, like, t- like events literally leading up to right up he to disappeared. Yeah. No one knows how he got there, however, as it was more than 30 kilometres from Springvale. So, to put that into perspective, about 20 miles. Right, okay. So, yeah. a long way. That is, yeah. They don't know how he got there because he didn't have a vehicle of his own. And that drive-in, that's going to take you about half an hour. Right, Probably, it's, quite, it. a, it's quite it's quite away so um it's just really strange things that he's doing so someone must have taken him someone someone's or, taken and him and if there's no record of him getting a taxi especially if he's like out in the like so it's really ru- quite rural, rural where they are how the fuck did he get there don't know however bill then showed up the next day at his Aunt Muriel and Uncle Jimmy's house and told them he, he had been at the Blue Hole all night watching the moon, just casually. Just sat there watching the moon. Like, hi, Unks. Moon hi, Aunt. But... I've just been watching the moon all night. I feel like he's doing stuff to, like, I don't know. I feel like he's doing random shit, but it, to him it has a meaning. Mm. It's strange, isn't it? Mm. So Bill also told his uncle and aunt that he had, walk, he had then walked 20 kilometres into town. Which is obviously how he got to his aunt and uncles. Why well, he thought far, why well. he thought to mention that he'd walked there as well is kind of like why why mention that fact like yeah. does it matter how you got here? Because there's no record of them asking. They were just like oh, hi nephew. yeah this is so random so that same day then his uncle jimmy dropped him off on kirkwood street and then bill was then later seen three kilometers away at barney street by two family friends called the Howarths who were standing outside their house at the time they later confirmed what was bill was wearing and carrying so they were the last they were one of the last people to see him okay so barney street was just a few doors away from a good friend of Bill's Graham Hunter's flat, which is where Bill often stayed. Mm-hmm. Graham had given Bill a key previously so he could come and go as he pleased. Right. When Graham returned home, he noticed that Bill had left some crystals. Now, these crystals, Bill always carried them with him. He okay. never, they were in his pockets. He never yeah. left them anywhere. Um, so Graham expected that his friend would return for them, but he didn't, and it wasn't until the 5th of January that Bill was actually missed. So, was his, yeah, so his last known whereabouts was on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Oh, what do you mean? So, from until he was pronounced missing. Well, yeah, until no. someone kind of went, Oh, I've not seen Bill in a few days. Where right. is he? Okay. So, f- yeah. five days was then when he was reported missing. Okay. It's kind of a big window for a missing person. Yeah, considering his mum and his sister were like, This is out of the ordinary mm-hmm. for him. Um, about not talking to her, like, not showing up for lunch, you would have thought that with all the, like, weird stuff that he'd been doing, his mum would be... I'm not blaming anyone, obviously. No, no. Well, it's not his mum's fault. Um, But you would have thought that his mum would have been like, where the hell is he? Yeah, but and then... it wouldn't have taken five days. But on the other hand, if you think back to the beginning of the story, he was quite known to just disappear for a few days yeah. and then come back. So it's yeah. kind of like is he doing it again yeah had they kind yeah. of gone and if they have not made any plans then yeah because yeah, the beginning of the again. year you don't really do much do you anyway just no. monging about um as we are <laughs> as we so, yeah. are yeah yeah his mum believed that he had wandered off into the bush so remember we are in australia yeah um a lot of vast space in australia yeah um, so he, she believed that he'd wandered off into the bush and gotten lost, given that his state of mind recently was very disorientated. And most people shared that view, including the local police. Later on, I don't know if it was that day, but Bill's mother and I think his sister went to Springvale. So the farm that he was living on, um, only to find that it had been ransacked by wildlife and that the rent hadn't been paid. So it seems like he wasn't actually there much right okay where the hell are his friends that live (laughs) with him but see part of the research that I I kind of I didn't write down but I remember it um a lot of the months leading up to that there were a lot of people coming and going from the house um there were a lot of drugs being used in the house and kind of like quite the cult witchy stuff going on. So Gosh, they weren't actually sure who had been there basically yeah. because mm-hmm. it was just a massive footfall of all these people having Ooh. a party and a good time. I can imagine it would not <clears throat> smell nice. No. It would have been a mess in there. No, yeah. Nah. Um, so his mum, so this is actually a statement from his mum. She said that she saw a pentagram that had been drawn on a futon um, and <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So random. On a futon. I don't know why on a futon, but yeah, why not the floor? Um and this had also been surrounded by like things like feathers and eggs and random stuff, but I don't know whether that was a spell. Yeah, or whether it was like wildlife. It be. Yeah. Because of the random stuff. Depends out. whereabouts, like how it was placed. Yeah. And stuff. So mm-hmm. kind of a bit a bit weird. Um she also said that they found a broken tripod that had been made of fence posts. So I don't know where the relevance is there. I no. don't know. It, it must have some relevance because his mum mentioned it. So mm-hmm. it was obviously a bit like, oh, what's that doing there? Um, and then she found three books, one which was The Witch's Curse, one for Buddhism and one for horror and poetry. He really believed it was cursed. Mm-hmm. They were the only three books that they found in the house. Um, and they also found Bill's wallet, shoes and clothes. So literally everything that he owned was still in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, The only thing that they couldn't find was Bill's journal that he always kept with him and he filled with his dreams, so he'd write down... The dream journal. Yeah, he'd write down his dreams and his thoughts Mm -hmm. and stuff in his book. They did, however, find another larger journal which contained loads of love poetry, like loads, some random occult writings and some detailed descriptions of his movements from the beginning of 1993. And it also had hand-drawn maps of where he was staying during the time that he had backpacked. Do we have pictures of this journal? I tried to find it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. This is a really elusive Sorry, case. audience, that would be really cool. I will have another look. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a picture of Bill himself and I've got yeah. a picture of the farm, which I will put up. Mm -hmm. we'll pop them in um and if i do manage to find anything else i will put it up but obviously bearing in mind this is an open case is still ongoing. so if anyone sees bill yeah i mean he's gonna be 30 years older he's gonna be in his 50s yeah so yeah that's crazy then i guess contact australian police (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> he's around. New South Wales police probably. Yeah, but yeah, if I find anything else of any relevance, I'll put it on Instagram. But so far, we've got a picture of the house and a picture of Bill. Okay. Um. So yeah, these these for whatever reason he drew these maps. Um, for when he was backpacking, and it's kind of a cute idea. Really. Yeah, yeah, that is. I think I imagine that's something that people do when he backpack. was quite artistic and quite like poetry. Yeah, like, he it's just that type of guy. I think. One thing to note before I go on to this next stage. Before he went missing, now this takes us back to the $50 note. Before he went missing, he would spend a lot of time back and forth visiting an ex-girlfriend. If my memory serves me, she lived in Victoria. But he had a girlfriend. Right. Sorry. But I think they were friends. I don't okay. think there was anything going on. Mm-hmm. Bill had a lot of female acquaintances. He was a very handsome guy. Okay. So he, he had a lot of, of girlfriends and ex-girlfriends. and it was just But he spent a lot of time, for some reason, between the beginning of the year and the time he went missing, he spent a lot of time back and forth visiting this ex-girlfriend who was in Victoria. Now, one occasion she said he turned up to her house and he had two huge backpacks This was just before he went missing. Mm -hmm. Two huge backpacks. And when she asked what were in the backpacks, he was quite shifty. However, later on, he disclosed and she saw that they were full of cannabis. Oh, shit. So there is a suspicion from the police as the case has progressed that he could be involved in some kind of drug syndicate. Yeah. And that's how he managed to have the money. The money to give to his sister. And he's probably gone missing because something So they are speculating whether or not it could have been a drug deal gone mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, and that's I can where see he's that. gone. In January, so we're skipping forward a whole year now. Okay. We're going to nineteen ninety four. Mm-hmm. A year before my birthday. Yeah. A year before I was born. A year before you were yeah. born, yeah. Um so one of Bill's female friends, just another female friend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another one. See, he's he was he was go popular on, with the ladies. Um, <laughs> she tells a story of going out to Springvale Waterhole with her husband and mother to have a look and spend some time there. So this was kind of it's like a nature place where you would mm. go and have a picnic, and there's like quite a few of them around Australia. It's just a thing that they have. Um, So they went there, and when she was on her way, she encountered one of Bill's friends, who she also knew quite well. When she said to him that they wanted to go to the watering hole, he insisted that he would go with them. And on his way there, he stopped in front of them and told them that he wanted to go and check that the water was okay Mm. before they went to have a look. So it doesn't actually say who this friend is, but he was... He's he's there, so I'm assuming it's one of the guys that lived with Bill in yeah. the Springvale house. Yeah. This, so it doesn't it didn't state this female friend's name. Okay, I'm gonna probably, call her. Doesn't. I'm gonna call her Jill, just yeah. for, just so we know. Mm-hmm. So Jill, she probably doesn't want her name to be declared. Dis- no, disclosed. <laughs> disclosed, and there's a bloody good reason why she doesn't. Um, I think <laughs> so. Jill noticed that this friend, I'm gonna call him Brian. Yeah. Right. Jill noticed that Brian had a cut on his leg and when she asked about it, he told her that he did it on the rocks a couple of weeks before and he claimed that he'd fallen. Now, for whatever reason, Jill kind of went, oh, were you carrying anything? (laughs) Right. Okay. To which he paused and he sat for a while and then just out of nowhere admitted that he was carrying Bill. What the fuck? (laughs) So this conversation's going on while Jill's mum and husband are over the way having a jolly good time. Yeah. So he's broken down, basically. Brian's broken down to Jill and said, I was carrying Bill. He was distraught, apparently. Um, And he was saying that he didn't mean to do it, that he got really angry and had taken a knife from the kitchen and stabbed Bill and that he couldn't remember anything after that. Oh, and this was only a month after, wasn't it? Because he went missing New Year's Eve in 1993 and this was January 1994. It, so, yeah, you know, this is literally the the month after, after, he after went he's missing. gone missing. Shit, not even a month. No. So it was this, probably a few weeks, wasn't it? Jill also said, to so this is a statement that she later made to police. I mean later. Mm-hmm. Um. Jill also said that another man appeared from... The scrub at the waterhole and appeared to be hiding something in his hand behind a tree. This poor woman just went here just for some. But she just wanted to have a New Year's walk with her family, you know, taking yeah. some nature. Um, so this guy was looking shifty, hiding something behind a tree. Um, and this man was called Martin Rummery. And he's possibly quite key. Okay. So Jill as actually, she refused to speak about what she'd been told. So her husband came over to, there was these two guys standing over Jill. So Brian and Martin. Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, and she obviously looked quite like, whoa, yeah. whoa what have and I just been told? Really and they made look and quite shifty. like sturly and shifty. Yeah. So her husband comes over and basically ends their little interaction and is like, shall we go? we'll get mum and go and have a pizza pop off home maybe not in that accent but in australia come on love let's go home this looks a bit shady over here (laughs) i don't like the look of them they're shifty their eyes are too close together um so 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 good old jill's husband sweeps her away (laughs) good old jill um basically takes her away but she's clearly very like distraught and like like, confused and shocked and stressed and he's like he says to his wife darling whatever's the matter (laughs) in that exact accent love what's going on there we go what's wrong love she shuts down she's like nothing like nothing's wrong yeah and him and the mum obviously notices something's wrong, and they keep pressing her, keep pressing her, keep pressing her, and all of a sudden she snaps, and she's like, basically like, fuck off. I don't want to talk about it. I've had enough. Right. And that is it. And so the husband's like, okay, I won't talk about it anymore. Okay. So that was that, and she held on to that information for ages. I mean, years. Why? It just seems... Like, a long time. She didn't say anything to anyone, and it was really strange why she didn't, but she didn't. So in more recent years, so we're talking more 2016. Mm-hmm. This is a long time after. Police heard the statements eventually um, and carried out extensive searches, but there was no trace of Bill that had ever been found at the waterhole or near the pine plantations, right. which were just behind the watering hole. Um, But because it was... The type of water that would change ebb and flow. He could be potentially flooded. Yeah, so they couldn't find anything. The guy that was believed to have killed Bill refused to participate in police interviews, and he was told not to on legal advice. So he just. So as of now, there's no other information about this guy that I could find. No idea what's going on. So he just got away with it. If he did, possibly. I mean, it's still an open investigation, but. Later, in 2016, police would follow a lead that Martin Rummery, so the guy that was hiding behind mm-hmm. the tree, um, had taken a barrel with other people that had allegedly oh. contained Bill's charred remains to a neighbouring farm called Burno, I think that's how you say it, Berneau. Berneau. Mm-hmm. um which, again, was about 35 kilometres from Springvale, vast area. Uh, allegedly, he buried this barrel with Bill in it somewhere on a 1,600 hectare. Hector Paddock. Police used ground-penetrating radar to find anomalies beneath the ground, but nothing of any significance was found. And Rummery later denied any involvement and has since passed away. Right, I think I've got it cracked. Okay. He he is probably dead. Uh And I think they did kill him. Uh Something to do with drugs. Um, I think they were probably all involved in some sort of drug and that's why he had money Mm -hmm. um and then maybe he was going to run off with all the drugs and that's why he had two bags of weed like two massive bags of weed he was going to run off and sell it on his own so he could make more money and they found out and killed him got angry and killed him because they were supposed to be partners i don't think witches had anything to do with it i think he just pissed some witches off in the beginning yeah he i don't like it's kind of a bit clickbaity, wasn't it, William yeah, the Witch? Yeah. But there's witches it's, no, involved. It's nice, It's, it's relevant. Nice, yeah, it's a nice little add to it. To be honest, so. But because they them cursing him probably got into his mind. It plays a part in his insanity, doesn't yeah. it? Like he's obviously on some kind of brink of psychotic. And he break. might have thought that if he was surrounded by people, that or like if he was in that area, then that then he was gonna get the curse was going to get him. And the, the further away he went, it wasn't. So maybe mm-hmm. he took all them, all that weed and was like, I'm going to go and sell this all and get all this money and make something somewhere else, like go and be somewhere else mm-hmm. away from this curse so then it didn't get me. Mm-hmm. And then that just so happened that his friends, quotation marks, found out, had a massive row with him about it, were probably all high on some sort of mm-hmm. drug, and then kill them. See, now, I've not written this bit down. Mm. That is a theory. It's a good theory. Mm-hmm. However, in the, in the years leading up to now, yeah. after his disappearance, people have actually come forward, members of the public, and they've actually said, oh, I've seen Bill. Yeah, but people right? can look but, like people... Apparently there was a guy that frequented a pub, which was the same pub that Bill frequented when he was younger. So this guy knew of Bill when he was younger, knew he'd gone missing. Mm -hmm. Recently he said that he'd seen Bill drinking in the pub as a Mm 50-something-year-old man, recognised him straight away. So there's reports of that. And then this is obviously, this would have been, what, 20-something years later. Have you got a picture of Bill? I've got a picture of Bill. I'll show you a picture of Bill. So this yeah, is Bill when was he went handsome. missing. He's a good looking guy, wasn't he? Yeah. I'll put this obviously on the on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, and I he's quite distinctive as well. So you can add 30 years onto him and think what he's probably gonna He'd look probably like. have a bushier beard, but Big other than, bushy yeah. white eyebrows, probably, or grey eyebrow, or some grey in them or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. another thing to note as well, um, when Back before he went missing, Kim, his sister, as we know, he, she was adopted. She wanted to reach out and find her birth mother. And she said to Bill, would you want to do the same? And he got really annoyed about it. And he said, no, there's a reason that I was up for adoption. She didn't want me. I don't yeah. want anything yeah, to do with it. Yeah, a lot it, of people adopted. yeah. So Kim went on and she did find her birth mum and they're in contact now. Um, Bill decided against it. However... Bill's birth mum ended up being contacted by police because they wanted to DNA check some remains of evidence that that they had on file Mm -hmm. to make sure it wasn't Bill. One thing to note, Bill isn't of Indigenous background. Okay. But he really, really believed that he was. And that's why he went out to the the watering holes and things because Mm -hmm. he believed he was connected um, he'd also stated before he went missing that he needed to go and find his indigenous tribe and that he was going to set off on a mission to find these indigenous people so that they could help him remove the curse of the witches. So it's rumoured that he was actually seen travelling in the direction of the indigenous people. Right. After his disappearance. So that could be a theory that he's gone off and joined some tribes, but he yeah. wasn't actually indigenous. Yeah. But, but you he had feel, it in his head you that he can, was. You can feel connected to, to a so, certain, yeah, I, I get that. There's just these theories and people have said, oh, yeah, we've seen him. But then they have upped the the reward money yeah. from a 100 yeah. grand to a million. Yeah, so people so, are going to be like, oh, we've seen him. And they probably haven't. Yeah. It's probably just some man that looks like him because, yeah, there can be men that look yeah. like him and can't there, but. You guys will have to let us know your theories, um, about it. I personally think that it could be something to do with the drug thing. Mm-hmm. Um or he was trying to get far away from like that and a mixture of getting far away from the witches possibly, yeah. or he was trying to get money to then be able to get to the indigenous people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's quite a sad story of how back in the nineties as well, I mean we've come leaps and bounds now, but with people with mental health and especially yeah. men with their mental yeah. health, I think he was suffering a psychotic break, and yeah. I think people just Pushed just him to the side didn't they were like Ugh. didn't understand it like yeah. his friend quote unquote Mick yeah. I was concerned but I told him to fuck off because yeah. he was in my way and annoying my guests. Yeah. Like what? It's just and he was doing drugs as well, which don't ha- doesn't help Mm-mm. um their depressants. So Yeah. yeah. He probably Poor wasn't Bill. in the greatest but mindset. Maybe one day they'll find him somewhere. Yeah. But it's if you just do such a mystery um, if anyone does see Bill if we end up having any Australian listeners mm-hmm. it would be kind of cool to have Australian listeners Uh, yeah get in contact with the New South Wales Police Department I do believe I'll put yeah. some information on Instagram yeah, we'll I mean on. it may be like, unlikely but you never know you never know yeah you never I'm know I'm going to see if we can find Bill yeah so yeah crazy one that was a crazy one I know I liked it though it's yeah twisty that was good enjoyed it good twisty and turny yeah <laughs> So, um, we've decided that we're going to be doing two episodes a week. So, Mondays and Wednesdays. Yes. Uh, So, I'll be doing the Mondays and Mason will be doing the Wednesdays. Some weeks we might do it together. So, like, we both have a tiny little story to tell each other. If it's not, if it's just like a little snippet. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, we'll be doing that. So, stay tuned for those next week i'm doing one about um a female serial killer oh yeah so nice. and there's a couple of little interesting things about that nice that i think you'd enjoy i should need to find a bit more research do a bit more research about it cool so okay. yeah well, that's it then we shall bid the yeah. listeners farewell a farewell but we'll see you again soon yeah bye-bye thanks for listening to the witch detectives podcast Find us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at The Witch Detectives Podcast.